What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning into the J Mokopa podcast. If it's your first time listening, here is your extra immersive. And if it's not your first time, then here is your extra immersive. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Thank you for listening. Once more, everyone who the J Mokopa podcast was one of their top podcasts for 2023, I want to say thank you for being so kind. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. We are going to be ending off the year with a last and final sermon series, but also we are going to be kicking off the new year really strong. I'm so excited about uh, what you're going to be seeing. We're going to be having some interviews, some conversations in the new year, switching up our podcast. um, How do I say the format? And I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys are going to think about it. Do you guys like it? Should I do more of it? Um, Please, on the comments uh, next year, uh, reach out to me, even if you're DMing me so I know that you guys are enjoying it. The sermon title is called, the not the sermon title, but the series is called Transition. Look, you are stepping into a new season, whether you like it or not. You are stepping into a new year. 2024 is a year that is new, uh, new challenges, new opportunities are before you. Uh, But one thing that I think many times people get wrong is that they just think life is about starting and ending. And you have to understand that that's not what it's about. Yes, there are things that start and end, but your life continues. You see, when it comes to your life, it's not a matter of it starting and stopping, starting and stopping, but instead you transition into new seasons. And one thing that's so important for you to understand is how to transition into a new season. Now, we're going to get into all of it um, in this sermon series with the last three podcasts of 2023 and I believe God's going to bless you. Let's get into the word. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for the person listening, whether it's through the car, on their phone, wherever they're listening to this. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, use this word to minister and to bless them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and we all say amen and amen. Listen, I'm talking to you today. I want you to be able to step into your new season in the best way but many times people don't do this well so the sermon series is called transition but this sermon is called reflect because how do you transition into a new season first you reflect second you correct third you connect one more time you reflect you correct and then you connect so let's look at this in genesis chapter 3 verse 9 we see the beginning of the bible the bible uh, is a book that tells us about God and man, right? So in the beginning of, of the Bible, this powerful book, what do we see? God introduces himself as as God the creator. Uh, mankind are in good relationship with God, but then mankind breaks the commandment, right? They break the law of God. And then what happens is after they break the law of God, they run away from God. And God asks the very first question in scripture. This is the very first question God asks. This is why it should be so important to you to say, in this book of life, in the Bible, there is a question that comes to mankind. And the question is, this where are you after they have sinned he asks where are you he doesn't say you did this you shouldn't have done this you shouldn't have gone in this direction instead what god says is where are you and what i want to ask you today is do you know where you are it was not a matter of god not knowing where man was but instead it was a matter of god making sure that man knows where man is god wants you to know where you are 
I once had a conversation with someone literally this year and asked them certain questions about this year. What did you learn? What did you want to improve? And the person could not actually uh, respond to those questions immediately. They needed to think about it to say, what did you learn this year? What did they overcome this year? What are they proud of this year? But what I want you to understand is that God wants you to reflect and think carefully about what has happened in this season. How did you get to the place where you are? How did you arrive at the place you are right now? Because in, an, in a reflecting and thinking deeply about how you got here, it's going to help you step into the next season well. So the meaning of reflect means think carefully. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 19 verse 3, it says, A person's own folly leads to their ruin, yet their heart, heart rages against the Lord. It says this, it says, a, a person's folly leads them to ruin, yet their heart rages against the Lord. What does it mean? It means a person can make their own mistakes, but then they are upset at God. God. And it often means that you're not reflecting on what happened because because you have not thought carefully about your situation, you begin to be upset at God. But God calls you to actually know where you are because if you know where you are, you'd recognize that you are here via your own actions. The Bible also says this in Re Revelation chapter 2 verse 5. It says, consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Now, this is the thing about repair, about reflecting. When you reflect well, it means that you have taken in the good and the bad. Many times people take this verse and they say, consider, consider is also reflect, con reflect on how far you have fallen. Now, it's two things that we're seeing scriptures telling us. It's telling us how high you were. It's telling us you were doing great, but it's also telling us that you have fallen. Then the Bible says this, repent and do the things you did at first. Repent and do the things you did at first. So it means not just the fact that you did great and you made mistakes, but the Bible is also saying you can get back up. You can improve. But, the, but it starts with consider. It starts with reflect. Because when you reflect about where you were and you reflect about the steps you took that brought you here, it's going to help you get back to that place. It's going to help you know what helped you and what actually took away from you. So I want to call you today. I believe through God's word, God is calling you through this podcast as you're going to get into a new season to reflect. Now, I want to say one thing about reflecting. Reflecting is a thing that you do in the current season as the season is ending. You make sure you have, you have reflected in a season that's ending because in the new season, God does not want you to look back. So as the current season is coming to an end, God calls you to consider your ways, consider your words, consider your thoughts, consider what God has done, consider what you have done. And before you get into the the new season, you must have understood what happened in the current season. Are you hearing me? Before you get into the new year, you must understand what happened in this year because those lessons are going to fuel you or must fuel, fuel you into your new season. If you have no idea what happened, if you have no idea, if you've not taken stock about your actions, about what God has done, then the new season will be impacted either positively or negatively. So I call you today, reflect, think, Think about your steps, think about your actions, or you could end up missing out on a lot. 
I hope you're hearing me today. I hope you're hearing me today. We're going to look at a life of someone who failed to think carefully and his life is, his name is Lot. Um, five things that Lot did not reflect on. Now we see in the book of, of Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 5, we see that God calls Abraham and puts a blessing over his life. But we see in, in Lot, in, sorry, in Genesis chapter 12 verse 4, it says, so Abraham went as the Lord had told him. So, so Abraham goes in obedience, right? And then it says, Abraham was 75 years old when he set out to Haran. Verse 5, 12, Genesis 12, verse 5, it says, He took his wife Sarai and his nephew Lot. So what Lot missed is Lot was is the nephew of Abraham. And what Lot missed was that he is a beneficiary. He is a beneficiary of the obedience of Abraham. Now, one thing you must understand is sometimes in your walk with God, you are going to be a beneficiary of somebody else's obedience. There are certain people in your life that you should not allow to get out of your life. This is sometimes a truth in scripture that many people want to run away from. The fact that there are some people in your life that you benefit from, that their walk with God benefits you, that the blessing that flows from their life, it benefits you. And you are to not grow in pride and think that now you think that you can you can grow and outgrow them. No, there are some people that as they stay in your life, you remain as one who will benefit from what God is doing in their lives, right? Now, now this is something that requires a lot of humility. It requires a lot of self-awareness and it requires a lot of understanding about how God is a God of order. And, and sometimes, once more, I'm saying to you, you have to make sure that those people who you benefit from, who bring you closer to God, don't allow them to get out of your life. Number two, um, Lot blocked his blessings. What does it mean? It means in Genesis chapter 13, verse 5 to 8, it says, Lot, who was moving about with Abraham, also had flocks and herds and tents. Meaning, the, the Bible says in, in chapter 12 that nations will be blessed through Abraham. So now, Lot is experiencing the blessings through Abraham. He's now getting blessed. And what do we see here? We see that the Bible says, verse 7, because Abraham had a lot, and Lot had a lot. Verse 7 says, The quarreling arose between Abraham's herders and Lot's. The Canaanites and the Perizzites were also living in the land at that time. Verse 8, it says, So Abraham said to Lot, Let's not have any quarreling between you and me or between your herders and mine, for we are close relatives. So what happens is, the blessings are growing so much. And sometimes when there's blessings in your life, the people who come into your life because of the blessings can cause a frustration, right? Now, now, what Lot did is he allowed the blessings to block him. He got blocked by his blessings. And this is something that you must make sure never happens. Don't get blocked by your blessings. When God is doing great things in your life, never forget the origin of those blessings. Never allow the new people who come into your life, the new associations to come into your life to block you from the very people or the very things that caused the blessing in the very first place place. Can someone say amen today? So as we look at the life of, of Lot, uh, uh, for the sake of time, one thing, he was the beneficiary of Abraham's obedience. Number two, he allowed his blessings to block him. Number three, he got too close to sinners and the world. So when he separated from Abraham, he moved close to Sodom, the Bible says. He moved close to Sodom, the Bible says. So he got too close to the world and to sinners. 
in verse 4 we see that lot in in chapter uh, 13 he was close to sodom in chapter 14 he's in sodom so what does it mean he got drawn into um, environments that he should have be, shouldn't have been in, and what happened was he got kidnapped because he's the land of Sodom got raided. In verse fourteen, we see that Abraham goes out and saves Lot. So we see that Lot's helping hand came from godly leadership and godly community. But some, sometimes all of these things you can miss these things. Sometimes you can miss these things that um, the, that your reflections about your life, you can miss out on so many good things that God has done and so many good things that people have done and just continue to live your life and be unaware that you are missing so many lessons instead of waking up to the fact that you should not leave certain people, waking up to the fact that you should not be in certain places. But if you're not thinking, you will be unaware of what's happening in your life. So I want us to read this to you in uh, the benefits and the power of reflection. Number one, reflection shows you what surrounds you. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 19, verse 3 to 5. I want, I'm going to let you read that in your own time for the sake of time. In Genesis chapter 19, verse 3 to 5, three angels comes to, come to Sodom and Gomorrah. And they come to, the, Lot meets them at the, the, the gateway of the city. And they say, hey, we are here to check on what's going on. And, and we, we, we've come, uh, we have a message from God. Uh, what Lot does is he says, come into my house because Lot knows all of a sudden reflection is beginning to hit him. Now, what happens is Lot brings in the angels of the Lord into his house. But then the people of Sodom begin to surround his house and they say, bring out those men so we must sleep with them. The men in the city say they want to sleep, basically to violate the new people who they saw come into the house. Now, one thing I want you to make sure of is that don't think just because your house is in order, that's all that matters. You also have to be aware and reflect what surrounds your house. And this is one thing I want you to know. The power of reflection will help you to to see what is surrounding you, what is around you, because sometimes you're unaware that in this year you were surrounded by the enemy. And when you reflect, you recognize that there is a bad, there is, there is, there is bad that's around me or there is good that's around me. Number two, the power of reflection. It exposes your company and your convictions. What Lot then does is he goes to those people who want to violate the angels of God. And he says this in, in Genesis chapter 19, verse 68. He says, look, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. So what he does is says, my friends, number one, your friends, who are your friends? Number two, he says, don't do this wicked thing. Why does he say this wicked thing? The next verse in, in, in verse chapter in verse 8, um, Genesis 19, verse 8, he says, take my daughters who are virgins and you can violate them. How crazy is that? So it means that where Lot was, he had bad friends, he had bad company, but also he had, he had a, a wishy-washy conviction. And this is what reflection does you begin to reflect about who are your friends, who is your company, but also it helps you to see what's the condition of your convictions. Because what Lot was doing, he says, don't violate them, but you can violate them. 
And sometimes when you have not done reflection about where you are at, where your spiritual life is, you can you can miss the fact that you have a, you pick and choose what's wrong and what's right. You pick and choose what's evil and what's not evil. So you will condone certain things and say, that's fine. But you say, but those things are bad. Those things are bad. It's a sign that you have not reflected about your life, about your heart, about your actions. So reflection helps you to see your company and your convictions. It's so important that you reflect about what has happened this year concerning your friends, concerning your company, but also concerning your convictions. Number three, the power of reflection is it shows you your pressure points and doors that are breaking. So when you reflect, you see pressure points and doors that are breaking. In this situation, we see that these men begin to add pressure onto onto Lot and they say, who is this guy? Who's this guy? We don't know him. And he's trying to make rules for us. So what do they do? Is They add pressure on him. They add pressure on him so that he can open the door. Are you hearing me? And they begin to push so that the door is broken. They begin to push so that the door is broken. When you reflect, you begin to see the places where the enemy is adding pressure. And you begin to see doors that are open, that the enemy is beginning to come into your life. I want to ask you, have you reflected to that point? Can you... Have you reflected about your life to that point where you can actually see that the enemy is entering through that door? He's entering through your mind. He's entering through emotions. He's entering through associations. Have you reflected about this year well enough? Because if you do not reflect, you're going to find out that the enemy is beginning to get into your life and you are not seeing it. So this is why it's important that before you get into a new season, reflect, stop and think about, hey, what are the doors that are breaking? But hey, reflection is, does not only show you bad things, guys. I want to I tell you, the power of reflection is it shows you God's salvation. What we see is that those men, the angels of God, they pull Lot out of situations. They pull him and they close the door so that those people do not take him. Because they said, we are going to do to you what we were going to do to them. We're going to treat you worse than we were planning on treating them. So what the angels of God do is they save lot from that situation and when you reflect i i, I call you and i want to invite you i want to challenge you to reflect about the times that god saved you reflect about the times where god saved you and he took you out of a bad situation reflect this year and remind yourself of the power of god don't just say this year was bad don't just say 2023 it was a year of stress oh i can't wait for this year to end that shows that you reflect poorly that shows that you do not look at the year well because you are missing so much of what God has done in your life. Reflect on the goodness of God. Reflect on how he has saved you. Reflect on how he has healed you. Reflect on how he brought answers. Reflect on how he opened doors that you didn't know could be opened. I want to call you. Reflect on the goodness of God. But this is the power of reflection. Stop and think about how God has saved, how God has delivered. I want to say the next thing, the power of reflection, is it gives a revelation about emergencies. Reflection brings revelation about emergencies. You see, when you don't think carefully, you will miss the fact that sometimes there is an emergency in your life. What Lot does, the, 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 those men say, uh, sorry, in Genesis chapter 19, verse 
14, it says, So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-laws who were pledged to marry his daughters. He said, Hurry, get out of this place because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his son-in-laws thought he was joking. You see, when you have thought well, when you have taken time to think about what's going on in your life, God will bring revelation about emergencies. God will bring revelation about what's happening in the season. Other people may think it's a joke. Other people may think that you're over-exaggerating. Other people may think that you are blowing up situations. But because you have reflected the power of that reflection, God will use that to bring revelation. God will bring that to make you see, actually, people are grooving, but there's an emergency. People are relaxed in December, but there's an emergency. We have to be on high alert. We have to begin to pray. We have to stay focused because there is a crisis that's happening, maybe in your family, maybe in your emotions, maybe in your friend group, maybe in your relationship. You, there is an emergency, but you only begin to see these things. When you stop, you pause and you reflect. The power of reflection about what has been happening this, this year is going to help you see emergencies. You see, it's so important to see an emergency because when you miss the emergency, you'll think it's a joke. You think you can relax. You think you can just come and chill in. It's December, but you're missing the fact that we need to be moving. We need to be getting out of situations. We need to be closing things. We need to be shutting things down because we are in a state of emergency. But if you do not reflect, you'll miss that. You'll be like the sons-in-laws who think it's a joke or who treat it as a joke. You see, what happens in this story is that as, 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 as Lot is being told to come out of Sodom and Gomorrah, God has delivered him and he says, run away. Then God shows him, they, they tell him, go onto a mountain. But Lot says, no, there's a small town here. I'd rather go to that town. You see, I want you to understand one thing about reflecting about the season we're in, about 2023. When you take time to reflect, your reflection is going to impact the faith, the vision, and even the commitment you'll have in the next season. If you fail to reflect about the goodness of God, if you fail to reflect about how certain weights are around you, you will begin to step into the new season saying you want to hide yourself. If you fail to reflect well about what God has done, your new season, you will not believe for mountains. You will not believe for great things. Instead, you're going to want, God, I want to relax. God, I'm trying to hide from the situations. God, I'm going to try to hide from the hard times because you have reflected poorly about the, pre, about the season you're in. And saying, God, in this new season, I don't want a war. I don't want a fight. I don't want a mountain. I just want to hide and be comfortable. It means you have reflected badly. But instead, when you reflect about great things, you will begin to say, Lord, if you're calling me to hide things, that's where you're going to go. If God is calling you to a big challenge, you know that that is what is going to save you. But I want to tell you five dangers about not reflecting, guys, as we're closing this sermon. Five, five dangers of not reflecting is number one, corruption will attack your legacy corruption will attack your legacy in genesis chapter 19 we see something tragic we see that um lot had two daughters and what they say is they as they have run away from sodom and gomorrah they say we know no other men there's no other men around us it's just here us and our father so we must sleep with our father listen to that we must sleep with our father so that we can get pregnant i want to ask you where did these daughters learn that they learned that in 
Sodom. So Lot did not think well enough while he was in Sodom. He didn't reflect about where he was and that caused his children to be corrupted. Number two, not reflecting will make you unaware of violations. What happened is his daughters gave him wine, he fell asleep and she slept with him. So he was violated by his own family. You see, sometimes when you don't reflect, you'll be unaware that there are people around you who are giving you, it seems like they're giving you something good, but instead they are violating you. You're not recognizing, you're not being treated well. You can't see that you're in a bad relationship. You can't see you're in a bad friendship, but you're still there. Why? Because you've not reflected on what's been going on around you. The power and the danger of not reflecting, number three, is it causes repetition of wrong. So what does it mean? The first daughter slept with him, then the second daughter slept with him because he is a man who lacks reflection. So when you do not reflect about your life, when you do not reflect about the season you're in, you'll find yourself repeating mistakes. God calls you to stop and reflect, to pause and to think, to pause and to consider your ways. Because when you fail to consider your ways, you will be repeating mistakes. You will be in a cycle of sin. You'll be in a cycle of mistakes. You'll be in a cycle of limit limitations because you have not stopped to think, stopped to analyze, stopped to, to just ponder and consider where are you as God asks Adam in the Garden of Eden. If you do not reflect about your life, you will be repeating mistakes. Number four, the power of not, the, the danger of not reflecting is it will cause permanent consequences. What do we see with a lot's daughters is they get pregnant. It's a permanent consequence. I want you to know that there are permanent consequences for your actions. There are literal permanent consequences. You don't escape everything, guys. Listen to me. You won't escape everything. So it's important to give careful thought to your life because if you are not giving careful thoughts to your thoughts, careful thoughts to your environment, careful thoughts to your company, careful thoughts to your behavior, you can find yourself making this decisions, doing things that have a permanent consequence. And there are things that Prayer is not going to change that thing. Going to church is not going to change that thing. Even repentance is not going to change that consequence because you have not stopped to think carefully. Where are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? Who is around you? If you don't think carefully, the danger of not reflecting is going to make sure that you have permanent consequences. And number five, not reflecting. It is the birthplace of generational curses. What we see, the Bible says in, Gen in, in Genesis chapter 19, verse 36 to 37, it says, So both, both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The older daughter had a son and named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites. And the other daughter had a son called, I think, Am Ammon. And, and he was the father of the Ammonites. And as, if you, as you continue to see in the Old Testament, that those, the Ammonites and the Moabites, were the enemy of the promise that comes out of Abraham's life. So it is a generational curse. You know, many times this year we talk about breaking, many times in our generation, we talk about breaking generational curses, but we don't talk enough about making generational curses. And what can cause you to make a generational curse is when you do not consider your ways. One thing that can cause you to be the reason you will be the one to start the generational curse instead of starting um, a generational blessing, you'll be starting the generational curse. But the reason for that is because you do not 
consider your ways. When you are not thinking carefully, when you are not analyzing your steps, when you're not analyzing your words, when you're not correcting yourself, when you're not seeing what is right and what's wrong, when you're not doing that, guys, when you're not doing that, one thing that's going to happen is you are allowing yourself to make foolish mistakes. You're allowing yourself to make foolish decisions and those things can actually cause generational curses. We are living in a time where there are many people who are cooking generational curses and they will feed them to their children. Are you hearing me? We are in a time where in our generation, many people are cooking generational curses. They are baking generational curses. They are constructing generational curses and they are going to give them to their children. Why? They are not thinking carefully. They are not reflecting. They are not considering their ways. What is going to be the outcome of living like this? What will be the outcome of behaving like that? What will be the outcome of acting in that way, going to those places, having those type of friends? Consider your ways, reflect so that your new season will be blessed. Can someone say amen today? I want to say a prayer for you. Um, and I want to encourage you that in this week, take time to reflect. Allow the Holy Spirit to, to, to open your eyes to the things you need to see. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus for the person listening to me right now. As we are closing this season of 2023 and even those who will be listening beyond 2023 as they are closing a season, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, help them to reflect. Holy Spirit, bring out to them the good and the bad. I pray may they have a balanced approach so that they can walk into the new season with um, clarity and with strength. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray this and we all say amen. Amen. That's the Jamie Copper podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Share this with your friends, with your loved ones, with your family, but also their haters because they need to reflect to get that hate out of their lives. It's too much. I want to say one thing, guys. When you are reflecting, you reflect in the season because when you get into the new season, that's called looking back and God does not want you to look back. So reflect now before we get into the new season. Thank you so much. I'm out. I love you. It's going to be a new season. Take care. Um, One more time, share this with the haters. They need it. (laughs) We're out.